0: But I think shopping wasn't enjoyable anymore. I used to love going to shops, getting new clothes. As soon as the weight started going on, it was like Sainsbury's for a pair of leggings, Asda for a baggy jumper. And that's what I lived in. Even in summer, you'd find me in leggings, baggy jumper. I wouldn't wear shorts, I wouldn't get my legs out. Tops for my arms, I wouldn't get out. But that has recently changed. I've um, gone on a bit of a binge shop over (laughs) this lockdown. (laughs) Yeah, especially with um, gym wear, and like I, I've now got myself into uh, crop top
1: jumpers and stuff, which I never thought I'd wear in my whole life. Hello, I'm your host Claire Alden West, and you're listening to another episode of Swimming Stories. I hope you're all well. I hope you've had a decent week. This week, I actually found myself in Holland and Barrett. This week, I just thought to myself, Claire, you've you've been on the white bread. My plan has been as far from being on plan as possible for the last month, it just took a dive bomb and I can't even pinpoint where it went wrong. Um, it was just, I wouldn't say it was a total binge, but just eating foods that I kind of know that I need to not eat. Nothing like being on plan. Lots of white processed bread and I don't know if anyone's been through a period of being really healthy and then you hit the complex carbs and the white bread and the starch and then my belly's just it's not been it's not been feeling great so I thought I'm going to go to Holland and Barrett I'm going to be kind so I bought a detox and I bought some healthy bacteria so apparently according to the lady that sold me this it should put me on a good course of of being healthy and just being a bit kind to my gut so I just thought to myself I've put my gut through it and let's let's take this. It's not in any way meant to help aid weight loss or anything like that. It's all about making sure that I'm putting some good vitamins back in my body and just uh, putting the brakes on a little bit. Now, this week's guest, (laughs) I was flicking through Instagram and I saw this lady and uh, she's a cheerleader. And I just thought, my God, I need to have her on my podcast. (laughs) I just thought, I just need a bit of a boost, a bit of a lift a bit of something just to to perk me up and I thought what more fitting than a cheerleader she must have something that's going to really inspire me so I've interviewed Molly. Molly Taylor is still at university so we're, we're quite worlds apart I guess but I just thought I just needed something light and bright just to to lift my mood and I don't know about you but I've been trying lots of things while we've been in lockdown and maybe this will inspire you to Take up cheerleading. Maybe this will inspire you just to do something different, and to to actually stop and ask yourself: Actually, could I do this? Is this on my radar? Is this something that I could do? Interestingly enough, Molly's mum also used to do gymnastics when she was younger, and with Molly picking up cheerleading and making great strides with that, she's also inspired her mum to do the exercise too. So, I think her mum's more my age than Molly. <laughs> but I thought, well, I'll bring her on, we'll have a chat. She's lost weight with Slimming World and she's actually dropped dress sizes from a size 18 to 20 to a 14 to a 12. And Molly stresses that she is more focused on how she feels in her clothes rather than the number on the scales. And I think everyone can relate to that. Um, I think in a time where we don't get on the scales, let's just, you know, focus our minds on something positive, something that's going to make us feel good. So here's introducing Molly to Slimming Stories. How did you find yourself going into that direction of of being a cheerleader? Is this something that you you found at university? Yeah, so I was dancing since I was like three years
0: old to about 16. And I loved doing my dance. And then I stopped it started putting on a bit of weight obviously and then when I went to uni I was looking at different clubs and societies thinking about starting up dance again but then this cheerleading team obviously it's kind of a girl's dream isn't it (laughs) do you know when you watch all the American (laughs) films see cheerleaders so I thought I'll go along try it out just see how it goes see if I can get on the competition teams and go from there basically
1: brilliant so how did you feel on that first day of of getting into, did you have to wear your sports kit? was you given a uniform? We had to wear a sports kit. Obviously, you have like the whole idea that a cheerleader
0: is really skinny, really pretty. So, obviously, I had a bit of a panic thinking I'm not going to fit in <laughs> at oh. all because I do not have that lovely body and those little tops and everything. But it wasn't actually that bad. There was quite a lot of people who came along, tried out for the sessions. And I think that's when I discovered like how much I love it and it's probably my life now, cheerleading.
1: Wow. From that first interview, was you picked for the trials? How, how did that go? In like groups of three, we had to do like tryouts. We had to
0: show a type of dance, some stunting, some tumbles, our flexibility. And luckily enough, my first ever tryout, I got onto the team.
1: Amazing. I know some of the photos that you post on Instagram of you like doing the splits and these flexible poses. I'm like, oh my goodness, how <laughs> the hell has is she, is she managed that? But if you've been doing this since she was three years old, that, that, yeah. Yeah, that all makes sense. That does definitely. Yeah, well, I've um, improved my flexibility actually since lockdown. So right. I've been
0: stretching every single day and I can now do splits on both legs and I have my over splits as well. So I go past 180 degree angle and splits.
1: Okay. What's what's an over what's an over split? So, normal splits. Yep. But your leg goes up even further. Oh my goodness! My goodness, that sounds. (laughs) That sounds rather painful, but rather magical. Stephanie, party (laughs) trick there. So, how are you with obviously working within a group within the cheerleading, and now you're on lockdown? Are you away from your family? Are you quite isolated in that you're in a a place that you're not, you know, you're not around your family in your normal social circle. How is that for you?
0: Um, it's been hard because I'm staying with my boyfriend. So I haven't seen my mum or sister for ages, which is, like, horrible. Obviously not being with my friends, who I'm with, like, three times a week, training, doing dance. It's quite horrible, actually. You know, you have your, like, really bad days where you're really done and you really think about it all, you're missing friends and family Mm. But I try and do what I can throughout the day to take my mind off it, not just to sit around and think of all that. We've actually started classes with our chair team now on Zoom. So we're doing a class a day to get everyone together, to make sure we're all keeping fit, our flexibility is still happening and just all to chat to each other and see how everyone is, make sure everyone's doing well, if anyone needs any help with anything.
1: I've been using Zoom for a long time since 2018 but I think after lockdown people will be looking to these kind of groups to to help them to promote their you know their businesses or their hobbies so there's no stopping you from training other people to cheerlead just on a Zoom call is there that's something you know with this experience that you could possibly do in the future. Yeah, it has. But I didn't
0: even realise Zoom existed until lockdown and my lectures came on Zoom, obviously cheer and dance classes. But I think we have opened up some of our classes to other members. We're thinking of doing a class a week where non chair members could give it a go and see how they feel.
1: Absolutely. And I want a, an invite for that class. <laughs> 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 i just say to my husband and my son is it's, it's 13. It's, it's quite sarcastic. I'm like, I'm just about to interview a cheerleader can you give me give me some clues or some questions can you give me some clues and i've threatened i'm going to buy a pair of pom-poms so i've put it out there but i think what's lovely about your story Molly, is that like you said when you walked in to do the trials you wasn't super super skinny you was a curvy girl and you just went on and, and you did that I think it's lovely to em- embrace fitness where you are at that moment and not to wait to that point where you think I'm going to be super skinny or super fit you have to just just make a start don't you so how yeah. would it be for somebody without a background in dance just to start at a at a curvy size so I'm, I'm a size 18 at the moment and I don't feel particularly fit when I'm running never mind when I'm cheerleading How would it feel, do you think, if I were to start the lessons, like you just explained, in cheerleading? So we actually have quite a few um, girls and boys who
0: come along and join who have had no experience in dance or anything. We do have quite a lot of curvy girls who come along as well. So we do non-competitive teams for them and we build people into it. So if you were to come to one of our classes, it wouldn't be as intense as what our competitive teams are it's more of a chilled laid back get you included get your fitness up so we make sure everyone does conditioning every week but it would be fitted towards that person's ability so you have like three options so you've got an like easier option for those who have never done fitness exercise where it's quite easy for them and then you can build your way up. So we make sure we include everyone in it whether you have experience, don't have experience, you're extremely fit or you need to build your fitness.
1: Right okay. So you're away at university at the moment and I know that you've lost some weight with Slimming World well, so I just want to start by just telling us how that felt and why you felt that you needed to to lose those pounds. Um
0: I think it was in my second year of university so my second cheerleading season and I actually saw a photograph of myself after the competition and I kind of had a breakdown compared to like the first year I'd realized I definitely gained some weight mm. and decided I'm growing up now. I can't keep just eating and eating and like thinking it's fine because I've got my exercise. So I'll be fine. So um, I had quite a few friends and family members who had started on Simon World. And for months, people kept being like, oh, I swear by it. I swear by it. Like, and you know, when you're a bit oh, like, mm. do I believe this? I've seen other things. I don't know whether I believe it. But then it came after Christmas in 2017 and I just thought I need to do this. Like I wanna be healthier, fitter, and I just wanna feel good about myself. Like mm. for me it's not about the weight as much, but it's about what I look like, even though seeing those stones go in does mm. make you feel really good. I um lived in leggings and um, baggy jumpers. When I hit my like when I was in my eighteen twenty, it's all I really wore because I Wasn't confident, or you would go and they wouldn't have the size that hit like size 14, size 16, and nothing bigger, so I didn't really have the option. And it was actually an issue within my cheerleading when I first started. So, in my second season, as I started to get a bit bigger, I needed a bigger top, but they didn't actually have that option available for me to try on a bigger size to see if it fitted. Right. So, obviously, I think that was probably another reason why I kind of got down about my weight and what i was looking like but i think shopping wasn't enjoyable anymore i used Mm. to love going to shops getting new clothes as soon as the weight started going on it was like sainsbury's for a pair of leggings asda Mm. for a baggy jumper and that's what i lived in even in summer you'd find me in leggings baggy jumper i wouldn't wear shorts wouldn't get my legs out tops of my arms i wouldn't get out but that has all recently changed i've um I've gone on a bit of a bin shop over yeah. <laughs> this lockdown. Yeah, especially with um, gym wear. And like, right. I've now got myself into uh, crop top jumpers and stuff, which I never thought I would wear in
1: my whole life. No. Yeah. That, that is lovely. And what else can you do in lockdown other than spend money online yeah, shopping? <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I brought, like, I remember buying my jeans again. I brought a size, I think I bought myself like a size 18 jeans, and they were massive on me and mm. I was like oh this isn't right so then I went and refunded it for a 16 and they were still too big and then when I realized oh. I had to get down to a 14 because I'd not worn jeans in so long mm. I like I was just so happy but I had oh, the gosh. feeling to know that you've gone from an 18 to a 14 and there's still some space in that 14 that you could possibly squeeze in five now it's just yeah. so nice
1: oh definitely absolutely i mean i've i've even gone to the extent of taking photographs of of an experience i had when i thought this this must be that, you know when you like look for that moment or oh, this is going to be the moment that i'm going to be able to stick to to a healthy eating plan and then you think actually no like, that didn't work and i trying to do yeah. these things that kind of like shock you in, <clears throat> into action and it can be quite awful when you're trying to try to look nice aren't you trying these clothes on and whatever you choose it's just not it's not giving you that feeling so it's lovely that you've got this feeling back and you're able to to go shopping and and buy these these lovely clothes so dare I ask how much you've spent over lockdown (laughs) Uh, I've been shopping at
0: Gymshark I don't know if you've heard of that fitness oh
1: it's probably very trendy very young for me (laughs) yeah (laughs) it sounded very old
0: it's like 50 pounds for a pair of leggings and I bought three pairs of leggings from that a top and a jumper
1: (laughs) why not why not
0: I'm probably hitting about 180
1: pounds just on that. <gasps> my goodness, my goodness! But if it look good yeah. and, like you say, you've not bought nice clothes for a long time, then I think it's, I think it's definitely worth it. Yeah. So, how is your family with your your newfound fitness? What What has their reaction been to your health? Um, they're really happy
0: for me. Like they always make comments now when I see them. My mom's actually also on Simmer World. Really? She's lost three stone Gosh. from being on it, and. I started doing adult gymnastics this year and I've got my mum actually doing adult gymnastics with me every week now obviously not during lockdown but when we're back out and beforehand she was coming with me every week I've also started doing running which I've actually like encouraging other people to think about doing it now as well when they've seen me doing it because people know how unfit I used to be Mm. like I probably couldn't even run for five seconds without being (laughs) absolutely out of breath. But now I can run for like, I'm doing the couch to 5k. Right, yeah. So now I can run for, I think I'm on week four now and I'm running for like five minutes straight and I feel
1: like I carry on, which Brilliant. is an amazing achievement for me compared to where I used to be. Now, a lot of my guests have done the couch 5k and I've done this too. It's amazing, isn't it? Well, you know, you know when you think about running, you just think, I'd love to run because everybody that I see running looks amazing in the, the gym game. yeah Yeah. which is just really really terrible it was nothing about me wanting to 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 get fit it was like god I'd I'd love to be able to look like that in a pair of leggings and a crop top. but no it's amazing from from going to not being able to run at all how did you find that those first runs I found uh, the first and second week were really
0: difficult for me I really struggled but then when I had the tip you know of like breathing in and out as you run that really helps. So my breathing's actually changed now and I actually think that's the reason why I can run for longer
1: and why I feel like I could carry on because I've controlled how I breathe when I, I run. Breathe. I think as well when it's very, it's very cold and a, a cold morning, controlling your breathing is, is, is really important. But it's lovely, isn't it, just to get out and especially these fresh mornings with lockdown and everywhere's clear and yeah, some lovely i mean i'm in nottingham but that's some really nice days recently and it just feels so just feels so fresh and pure just to get out in the in the countryside or on the roads and and start running yeah i've i've
0: actually i'm loving it more and more yeah so i'm hoping soon i can do my 5k without stopping and
1: just enjoy myself absolutely definitely and then you'll have your part run yeah and then then i'm Jing clubs and then you'll be doing your yeah. marathon
0: <laughs> well I'm hoping um my friend who also does cheerleading with me she's doing the couch 5k and we both told ourselves that when we can do a 5k in around 35 minutes we'll both go and do the tough mudder right wow So, I actually did it was it last year I think I did the tough mudder and I really struggled like I wasn't fit then obviously I Was gaining all the weight that I had lost when I first started Slimming World,
1: Mm. so
0: it was a really big struggle for me, and I hated every second of it. Right. But now I'm enjoying my running. I'm thinking the Tough Mudder would be so fun to do now, so that is now my goal, and then it'll be a half marathon. Don't know yeah. if I could ever do a, mar- a whole marathon.
1: No, definitely. I might be a bit but, far. But, you know, just think about the running journey that, that you didn't think you could run and now you're running. So yeah. it, it's definitely about mindset. Fiona Rowley, she's a, a, one of the guests I interviewed. I can't remember which episode, but if I'll, I'll send you the link to her Instagram page and she's amazing. And she she's also followed her journey throughout running and she started, she lost five stone and then she did couch 5K and then she ran a marathon so definitely if you really want to do it definitely I would I would really urge yeah. you to do that and I think to to run a marathon and having that accomplishment of actually actually doing that is is tremendous isn't it that's all yeah such a big achievement isn't it um yeah, yeah definitely I, I can't I'm just I'm just thinking of marathon and running a marathon myself but um they all, they all seem to be like really in the heat of summer and I, I just think I could not stand to run in the heat but no my hat's off to anybody that, that can complete a marathon and you spoke about this adult gymnastics so how is your mum finding that? My mum loves it she um
0: used to be in gymnasts when she was younger so she oh. can do a lot of stuff but she had just lost her like flexibility and her confidence. So I think it took like two months to get her going every week consistently. And now she's doing half the tumbling that I can do. If not, she's better than me with some things now. So what what's a what's a tumble? <laughs> so you know it's like your cartwheels, handstands, right. handsprings, okay. oh summer sorts, all that stuff so she's doing some how old is your mum so (laughs) she's 50 she can do a front hand spring
1: which you might want to search up what that is if you don't know what it is I've I've got I've got a clue My, my uh my friend uh daughters go to gymnastics so no that is amazing to be able to do that 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 is really good but the fact that she's Um, picked it up and she's she's doing that is is lovely yeah and she's doing front somersaults into the foam
0: pit and stuff so (laughs) yeah she loves it as well. She really
1: enjoys it. So Oh that, that sounds so much fun, but I, I've never been able to do a handstand. I know that's really pathetic <laughs> even as a I child. <laughs> I've just
0: taught myself actually how to hold one during lockdown. Have you? Is that something yeah. you achieved? Wow. Yeah. So I, I I always struggled with handstands. I just had a fear of when I hit my like balance point, I flipped yeah. myself over and got out of it. Yeah. But now I've trained myself just to hold it there so yeah that is something
1: I've managed to teach myself during this lockdown so that that's what we need we need to see you on a doing a YouTube video it showing us all how to do a handstand and i yeah. that pose we got a couple of foul videos before you get the proper <laughs> <laughs> couple of fools with your student life I know that from my own experience of being a student and and buying things that are. I'll say economical, but probably like yourself. I used to spend money on clothes as well. <laughs> I used yeah. to like be really, really tight with the with the food, and then obviously you got to look good, haven't you? You can't be a student and not look good. So, what kind of foods are you enjoying with your student existence? So, well, luckily, um, with my
0: uni that I go to, it's in Bath, where I come from. So, I haven't had to deal with the issues of not having enough money for food because I've got my mum there. So, I've been able to carry on with my usual meals, sticking to my swimming world meals. I'm a sucker for a spaghetti bolognese, though. I could eat that
1: every single night. (laughs) It's my favourite. And you find yourself batch cooking. So, obviously, I imagine that you've got obviously your time at university and then you've got your training. So, how do you organize yourself to make sure that you're eating the right foods around your training time? Um, I'm not as great at that
0: um, I won't batch cook, which I think I probably should start doing that. I will um just ensure that I have whether it's like half an hour an hour in between like my uni work to my training or my job to make sure that I am eating something good. sometimes I don't eat my three meals a day. I've never been good at eating breakfast. Right. I don't know why. I just never enjoyed it. So okay. I usually eat my lunch and dinner and then have a few snacks in between. Snacking was like my main issue before I started Simmons World. So that was probably like one of my hardest obstacles I had to face cutting up my snacking.
1: What has changed going to Simmon World with regards to your snacking? Because it's one thing, isn't it, to read a book about advice or to read a magazine and to hear people talking about it what has been the shift in your thought process around snacking
0: I think it's the realization that a snack doesn't have to be a packet of crisps or a massive chocolate bar there was taken like the Muller light yogurts which I never really had before but I didn't know there were so many flavors and now that's one of my go-to snacks Or the hi-fi bars I absolutely love similar hi-fi bars so I know it's kind of a headset for me to think those hi-fi bars would have been my chocolate bar. So it's still
1: right. enjoyable snacks for me. Yeah, yeah. So you're still making sure that they're the elder the versions for you. And are you able yeah. to keep snacks in the house? Because I can remember when, I think, I can't remember which one it was called now, but there was some sort of Slim and World bar that you could buy and take home and I think I had a whole packet <laughs> when I was working from home one day I'm not I'm not the type of person that can keep sweet treats uh, in the house and not attack them although I'm, I'm not on high sugar at the moment so I'm not eating chocolate and things like that and sweets at the moment but uh, at the time that I was eating chocolate and sweets definitely I couldn't keep things like that in the house is that is that something that you can control most of the time but you know sometimes you have your
0: down days and if I have one of those down days and there is chocolate downstairs or biscuits I will be tempted but I give myself so every Saturday night I will treat myself to like a packet of chocolate buttons or something because I feel like that's what keeps me going throughout the week to stop me from tempting myself to those bad treats to know that I have one of those naughty treats every Saturday night and then mm-hmm. go back to my usual routine. I think that's helped me a lot
1: doing it that way. So do you tend to save your your extra treats for the a Saturday evening? It's all about the weekend. Yeah. So yes. like throughout the week when
0: I've got all my uni work or like when I was doing all my chair training and everything, I would make sure that I was eating well throughout those weeks. And then my day off was usually Saturday, which would be my treat day. So I didn't feel like bad about myself when I went to training or felt like heavy or not good?
1: I think for me Saturday has always been a like a treat day like when I was living with my mum and dad at home it would all be god I'm going to show my age now I was <laughs> it would all be like let's get around the tv let's watch Blind Date and all those like <laughs> really cheesy eight eight programs and we'd all have cake and Mum would buy like big white cobs or baps whatever you call them and we'd have, have those for, for tea and I think sometimes it's, it can be quite difficult can't it to get out of the routine of how you would eat at home with your family that you was obviously you've grown up all your life with and then when you find yourself living independently you've all of a sudden you've got all of this choice you know you've not got you've not got your mum preparing tea for you or your dad preparing tea it's all about right okay you've got your money go to the supermarket and I think at that point I just felt like, I don't know, I felt like a bull in a china shop. It's like, right, okay, (laughs) bring it on. Let's all all the food that, you know, that I know know my mum would be like, you know, pulling me up about. It was a case of I've got this choice. I really have got this choice. So did you find that a healthy influence from living at home was coming through on that? Or did you find that it was all a bit too overwhelming to to make those healthy choices? I think because obviously my mum started Simrod
0: before me it was easier for me to follow the healthy choices because I knew there was a lot of healthy choices I used to eat already I just had to change a few ingredients to make it Simrod friendly so that's really helpful I think my main issue was you said you had your every night Saturday with your family mine was every Saturday night Chinese takeaway chocolate sweets a bit of like casualty and all that (laughs) <laughs> that was a regular Saturday night. So it was trying to get out of the habit of going and having these takeaways still. Yeah. Or like if I do go to the Chinese now, there are like a few meals that are actually on plan. They're like 10.5 sins that I will aim to go for them because then I still feel like I'm treating myself. Hmm. But then I'm still sticking within my sins at night if I decide that I want the Chinese and not have my chocolate.
1: That's right. I think for anybody choosing a... Health eating plan, and you know, I'm not saying that you know you should choose Simmer World, but for me, it's the one that seems to work the best. Is that it's hard to think of foods that you can't actually eat because it, I mean, you know, you don't want to sit there with like a, a pack of lard in one hand and a, a bowl of cream in the other, but there's so much choice, and it's this loveliest thing that you can go to a Chinese takeaway and make a healthy choice and you're not you're not feeling left out. And then if you if you wanna like knuckle down you can always make a a really nice Chinese meal with lots of free, you know, ingredients, can't you?
0: Yeah. I think that was like the main thing with Simon World. When I joined it. I was quite shocked at how much you can actually eat compared to like all the other kind of healthy eating diets that I looked at. I think the reason that Cinnamon World was the best for me was purely because I didn't have to change my eating as much. It was more just changing what I put in. So instead of you know having my sugar in my tea every day, it would be a sweetener
1: mm.
0: or like little things like that. And not like realizing that I can still eat pasta because a lot of places say that pasta is bad for you.
1: Yeah, a lot of diets are heavy on protein and and lean protein. Pasta's like the bad guy, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I was so glad in my head that
1: I could sell pasta because I <laughs> couldn't live without it. No, definitely. I I, I mean on my Instagram you'll see I, I do a lot of rice dishes, a lot of pasta. And I think like with the Slimming World, when you I think the increase it so you could have like more calcium with the cheese, 50 grams of mozzarella is quite quite a lot of cheese to add. Yeah, it's, it's quite it's a lovely. Lot of cheese. It's lovely. And my, yeah. one of my favourite go-to foods is pasta cooked and then i sprinkle mozzarella on and then put it in the microwave for a minute and it's just it's just amazing to me that i can have that and and still still lose weight so it's it's a win-win but then you know when other people that aren't used to the the plan look at your food and they're like well you're not supposed to be on a diet (laughs) yeah that's
0: what a lot of people say to me they look at and think can you actually eat that and i'm like well yeah it's also more friendly and I think that's what encourages, like, some of my friends who see me who have also thought about it. And then I'm they're like, I, I don't know if I can trust Simmon World. Like, are you sure you can eat that? And I'm like, yeah, I can. it's fine to eat. I'm still losing weight every week. Like, you can see that I'm losing weight. Like, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> you can eat a lot more than you think when you go to Simmon And I think that's, like, a lot of people struggle to believe that until you actually do it and you actually see what Simmon World is. It's hard to believe how much food you can actually eat on it.
1: Some of my friends that are, have done study of nutrition will argue that some of the foods may have like a higher sugar content such as obviously like white pasta um, and that you can cause your, your sugar levels to spike and different things like that but I think the good thing with Simmon World is you know that, it's, that we don't have to worry about those things because they've already looked into that for you because obviously yeah. everything that you eat is is healthy and it's based on a balanced diet. And so I interviewed a guest, and he actually went to his, his GP and was referred from his GP to Swimming World. So to me, if if that's what a GP is able to do, that is obviously it's backed by the government. Then you're in you're in safe hands, aren't you? And they're yeah. the things that you don't have to worry about. And if somebody said to me, right, Claire, here's your I don't know 1,400 calories, whatever the the amount may be go and buy your food for the day or go and prepare your food well straight away it would be it wouldn't I wouldn't be considering you know healthy vegetables and fruit it would be right what can I get for my calories (laughs) yeah I did I actually tried calorie counting before stimming
0: world and it just didn't work because some things are so high in calories you just I felt like I wasn't eating enough in the day I was more starving myself Mm. so that's when I decided that I needed to find something else because it just wasn't working if anything I was like cheating myself I'd fill it out on my phone be like yeah and then like oh yeah let's go grab that chocolate bar. I don't need to add that in my phone Mm -hmm. and it was just cheating my way through it so I just yeah I have always struggled with the calorie counting
1: because obviously there's healthy food that you need like you know your protein your healthy proteins and and fiber but if you could have a bar of chocolate over some healthy calcium, what you know, what what choice are you gonna make if you're on a calorie controlled diet? So I'm not saying that I'm against calorie controlled diets. If you're able to make those choices and make sure that you know your nutrition is balanced, but I just know for me that it's nice to know that I can follow a healthy eating plan and that everything's taken care of. I don't have to worry if what i'm eating and on else because i know that you know you've you've got your fiber in there i think you've got your calcium you know that everything's taken care of and you can kind of like relax and i think there are some eating plans that can be that restrictive that it just makes you want to have those foods even more by somebody saying right okay you need to restrict this particular food group to me would would just it would be it would it would me like crazy because I'd want that that thing yeah that's exactly the
0: same as me I couldn't be restricted like if someone told me I couldn't have pasta I find like similar mode is more easier to live with but yes. like I've always found diets is not easy to keep up for the rest of your life so your weight's just going to go up and down so you either have to be on that diet forever and you're not enjoying your foods whereas sim and world i'm enjoying my food i know this is a lifestyle that i can keep up and keep living with and it won't cause my weight to drop up and down when i decide no can't live like this anymore i think that's what i enjoy a lot about
1: sim world it's the enjoyment of food with it definitely definitely so many lovely healthy meals that we can cook now and some brilliant cookbooks that are coming out which is just just great that if we get into a lull we can pick up a book and think well actually i can eat this for uh, evening meal, so I'm not really missing out on anything, am I? Yeah. So you're you doing your studies, and how many years do you have left then to complete your your course? This is my last year. I literally my dissertation to write, and that's it. But
0: obviously, it's oh. been really hard because my second semester technically didn't happen because we had strikes for like four weeks, okay. and then we went into lockdown. <laughs> so I basically had to do my dissertation all on my own pretty much with a bit of help on some zoom online classes i've had to deal with all my like books that i'm using they all have to come online because our library shuts. we don't have any access to any of our references that we fully would need usually for our dissertation so it's been quite difficult especially being in my last year this is my biggest piece of work i could do in all my years at
1: uni Definitely, bless you. I've, I've never—I didn't even think about that. Yes, you. Obviously, the libraries are closed, so everything has yeah. to be resourced from home. So I'm—I'm I'm pleased to hear that you've managed to to get through, and, and that you've done well. That is it you so you're doing your dissertation, or have you finished that? No, I'm doing it. It's due end of May, so only right. have a month left. So no yeah. pressure there then. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that 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 is that is brilliant. I'm, I'm pleased to hear that you've managed to. To cope in lockdown so what what does the future have in store for you after university? I don't know <laughs> honestly do not know <laughs> I have
0: not got a clear yet I think I need to take myself into a full-time job just to get my money up start like saving so I can get my own house and then really focus on what I want to do I think Absolutely. that's my plans at the moment.
1: That's I think your plan should be to set up a, a YouTube account and start doing some youtube classes with cheerleading yeah it would be a good idea actually you could do that you could you could do a zoom call and then yeah people can pay to join i think people would absolutely love that because it's a fun thing yeah. isn't it it's a fun thing fun. why not why not you yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe just sort of put that maybe. out there thanks for joining me today molly it's been a pleasure and i wish you well with your dissertation and all goes swimming this smooth and well for you thank you i really do hope that this episode has inspired you with your own fitness regime and you know maybe it won't be cheerleading maybe it will be maybe you'll go on youtube and you'll see what's out there but it's just a time just to think actually what do i enjoy doing are you really enjoying the running that you're doing or the walking is that something that you love to do or i don't know maybe when you was a kid you used to do the hula hoop or you used to skip, or you used to dance a lot, and maybe you stopped doing that. And I think now, more than ever, we really need to fill up our spare time with things that we love to do. You know, our health is precious. More than ever, we know that our health isn't something that we can take for granted. And, you know, time can be a strain, can't it? And even in lockdown, if you've got toddlers and stuff, it's it can be a strain, can't it? And you might be back at work and you might be tired, you might feel a bit a bit heavy with still with what's going off. So what about just committing to doing something to one song? Take a song that you really love, that inspires you, that motivates you. And I think we all that like one song that when it comes on the radio or when we play it on our playlist, it gives you that lift, doesn't it? So how about we just take that one song and we go in the kitchen, we have a dance, we have a dance with the kids, or we we'll go into the living room And we just lose our inhibitions for that period of that song and, you know, put the Fitbit on or track your heart rate and just see what a difference this has. And maybe after it, you'll think, actually, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that more than going out for a run. And then maybe increase it to two songs, to three songs, or maybe grab the hula hoop off the kids (laughs) and knock out some shapes with that. You know, it doesn't have to be something that we dread, does it? It doesn't have to be and there's so many benefits from exercise. There really, truly is so many benefits. And I really do think that we need to look at this. We need to look at the fact that our time is precious and what we do with our time is, is precious, especially when it comes to exercise. And let's do something that we really enjoy. Let's do something that we look forward to. After lockdown, I will be going back to club Size. That's something that I really love. I love nothing more than to hear 90s music blasting out with my glow sticks after a hard day at work it really lifts me up it really fills me up it's just a time to look for your thing the thing that really lifts you up that's food for thought i hope you have a great week so until next time you take care